What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Talk Talk Punch. I am Brody, joined by Tudong Dylan. Hey. And I forgot to yeah. do this again. <laughs> I, I am Charlie. I'm sorry. I. What's a good what? the spy master, Charlie Hickman. The spy master general. <laughs> All right, thank you so much for joining us. We love interacting with you guys uh, in the comments, so please remember to be kind down there. We're all just having some fun. We're just having a good time. So we, uh, while you're here, whether you're watching us here on YouTube or if you're listening in on the audio version of the podcast, please make sure that you go ahead and hit the like and subscribe buttons, the star ratings, all the stuff that really does help us out, gets us into that algorithm, gets this show out to more people, and that's what we're just having having fun doing that um so and then make sure you hit the the like and subscribe buttons then come back here every wednesday to see what we're talking about kind of like this week's topic we're doing another draft we have had so much fun lately doing these drafts so we said you know what let's do more drafts so we're building a spy team with movie characters yeah following? you following and some and some tv ones and some TV characters. So we have a bunch of categories. We're going to have a list of movie and TV characters that we're going to pull from. We're each going to have our own team that we are building. At the end, we're going to say, your team's pretty good. Your team's pretty bad. We don't really have a judging system. We, we, we need that from you guys. Let us know in the comments who winds up with the best one because we don't have a judge. So there's not really a way to say that one person is the winner. All wow. right. Guys, we, we recently did another draft. We liked it. How are you feeling about this one? I'm excited. I think it's going to be fun. We get some fun categories. Can't wait to see my team. I can't wait to see the categories. Uh, lots of fun last time. Each time we do the draft, it's always fun. This is, I think this is going to be another fun one. I have my, my beer from my keg behind me. I'm waiting for my keg to run out so I can put more beer in there. So I'm trying to get through this thing. So I have my, my draft for the draft. <laughs> All right. Well, to start us out, we've got, not that one. We've got. The spinner? There doing, oh, there it is. All right. Uh, Who's going first? Uh, there it is. There we go. All right. Let's find out who is going first. And then we'll go clockwise from there. Oh, looks like it's going to be Charlie. Rigged. Rigged. Is it rigged? <laughs> rigged, rigged for you? I, 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 always, I always complain that it's rigged, but it's because it's, it's right before we started recording, I'm like, I have no idea who I would take in the first category. <laughs> and so Brett is like, ah, <laughs> You'll go first this time. I have nothing to do with it. I just click a button. Mm. All right. Let's move right on over to the draft. Oh. Like I said, I would mess that up. Okay. There we go. Scoot over just that song. All right. So we have our list here. So we're going to go through, starting with Charlie. We're gonna we're gonna read off the options. He's gonna pick one. I'm gonna pick the next one, and then Dylan. And we're just gonna rotate who starts out with each thing. We have nine categories to get through, with all the different members 
of of uh, a spy team. So should be good time. Charlie, right. team leader. I, as I'm looking through the list, and you're in all, since I'm going first, I'll read them on out. We got Ethan Hunt from the Mission Impossible franchise, James Bond from some other franchise, Jason Bourne from the Bournes. We got Mallory Archer from the Archer Agency, and of course Jack Bauer from Twenty Four. I gotta go. I gotta go with the team leader that's actually a good team leader and actually works well with others because there's a really only one on the list and that's Ethan Hunt. My ah. boy likes to likes to help out others. He leads a team. It's an actual team. He's not a lone wolf. A lot of lone wolves on the list. Good luck, boys. Golly, that's that's that was my Me too. Oh golly. James Bond. James Bond is pretty good. Not a very good team leader, but maybe. Jason Bourne? I don't know. Mallory Archer? Not a good leader, right? I mean... I don't, she's, she's my favorite character. <laughs> I love her. But if I need somebody to lead my team, I don't know if I want to pick Mallory Archer. <laughs> Jack Bauer? I don't know. You know what? I'm going to go... I'm going to take James Bond. Sorry, uh, sorry, Tudong. Sorry, I. I feel bad taking it, but. Uh, not that bad. Not that bad. <laughs> not that bad. Not bad enough. Part of the game. It's part of the game. Uh, Who are you gonna pick? Do, do, take Mallory Archer. Do it for Jessica Walter. She deserves it. Rest well, you got Thorn, who always just lone wolves it. He doesn't know what a team is. Mallory Archer. I'm, I cannot say that he gets everybody out alive or unscathed, but I will say that he does that a lot, a lot more than Jack Bauer does. In fact, Jack Bauer is much more likely to actually just kill his team. So I, I guess I will have to go Mallory Archer. As, oh, she's the best. Uh, he's not the best. He's probably... Well, probably she, she, that's, the, she, that's the mom. That's, uh, that's the mom. It's Mallory Archer. Yeah, 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 not, uh, not, uh, yeah, not Archer, Archer, but Mallory Archer probably would kill parts of her team. I stand by, but I mean, Mallory Archer. <laughs> hey, they, you know, they, they, they do okay in the cartoon. She is fantastic. I gotta say, yeah, as the character, come on, come on, she's she's wonderful. All right, bro, you're up okay. first in the next category here. All right, hacker. All right, we've got David Lightman from War Games. We've got Angela Bennett from The Net. We've got Elliot Anderson from Mr. Robot. We've got Chuck from Chuck, and we've got Gilfoyle from Silicon Valley. All right, well, I know which one Brody's picking. That's right. I gotta get, I, I gotta get the smartest one. That's Gilfoyle, man. Gilfoyle. <laughs> he, he put a whole program into a into a a refrigerator come on he's the best <laughs> guilfoyle he's mine i take him who you got who you got dill i haven't seen one of these these are all shows <laughs> i no, no, no there's, war there's games. three shows war games is a movie the net is a movie sandra bullock man you never saw war games with matthew broderick I think I might have seen parts of it, like on on TV, it was like Channel Thirteen and whatnot. But I don't think I've ever actually sat through it. But that is Matthew Broderick's character, isn't it? It is. Who plays? Is Angela Bennett actually played by Sandra Bullock? Uh huh. 
That movie does not hold up well uh, in terms of technology. <laughs> it's, it's, a t- it's a tough watch, but, uh, you know, I, I, tr- I tried uh, not too long ago to see if I just because I was curious about uh, it's, it's kind of fun oh, going man. back and watching old hacking movies. Uh, but nope, <laughs> nope. she's not a good hacker. Is that is, is what I'm hearing. But she's great. In the, she's a great hacker in the movie. I mean, but. And Elliot Anderson, Mr. Robot, is that is that played by um... Rami Malek? Right? Yep, it is Mr. Robot. And he is a good hacker in that. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I mean, he's no Gilfoyle. And Chuck, is he? He's he seems like he wouldn't be as good a hacker as Mr. Robot. I mean, he works at a equivalent to a Best Buy. But... So you guys agree? I all right, fine. I'll go. Uh, I'll go. Elliot Anderson, Mr. Robot. He's the only one you strongly were like, yeah, that's good. That made me think I probably shouldn't pick that one. But yeah, that's that's fine, Mr. Robot. Well, I'm taking Chuck because not only does he work at like a Best Buy type store, but he ends up with basically like superpowers. So he can, uh, he's got supercharged hacking skills because he has like all of the knowledge of like the supercomputer in his brain. So still no gift oil. <laughs> all right. All right. Dylan, you're up first. Master of disguise. You need me to read them to you, bud? Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. Okay. So good category, is, you're, you're, you cannot pick the character for any other purpose than their ability to disguise your team with wardrobe. So we have to choose from our master of disguises. We have Superman slash Clark Kent. We have the, the Joker, who's famous for his nurse Joker outfit. Couldn't, couldn't tell who it was. Captain America, who dressed up as Cap in a cap. Couldn't tell who he was. The Ninja, the Ninja Turtles, who famously wore trench coats and a hat and sunglasses, and no one could tell they were Ninja Turtles. And then, of course, we've got Daniel from Mrs. Doubtfire. We had a drive-by fruiting. Wow. All right, Tudong. All right, Tudong. What's it going to be, man? Now, you know that, that Daniel, he, in Miss Doubtfire, he's not the one that, like, created it or anything. He wouldn't be able to create it for the team, right? Like, if that's how you interpret it? I mean, you got pretty good at, you got pretty good at wearing it. Jeez, Clark Kent would just give everybody. Are are they the master of disguise? Like they'll disguise themselves, or they they wardrobe the team. The team. No, they will war, they will wardrobe the whole team in in their in the exact outfit that that they often hide in. <laughs> are you? How oh, they do right? That's what they're gonna do. They're gonna wardrobe the team. The master yeah. of disguise, the one that can dress up and, and hide in plain sight. Yeah. Yep. Well, Ethan Hunt was already these, taken. All of these characters dressed up and hid in plain sight. Yeah. No one could tell the Joker was the Joker when he was in the nurse outfit. He walked into a giant, busy hospital. I'm, I, Clark, Kent's, Clark Kent's been working with, with the same people that Superman knows for, like, his whole life. And they're like, can't tell. Come on. Master of disguise. Master of disguise. I love these masters of disguise. Ninja Turtles. Nobody can tell. They're all <laughs> Coats and hats. They got coats on. We're looking for turtles, but the, these guys got coats. We'll uh, we'll let them go. <laughs> oh, what was the last one? Uh, Mrs. Doubtfire. Oh. oh, there's also Captain America wearing a hat. Cap Where? and a cap. <laughs> it says baseball cap on. No one can tell. Cap and a cap. Yeah. I, I, I'm actually, I'm, I'm absolutely going to go nurse Joker on that one. That's, <laughs> it, it, 
gonna infiltrate someplace, and they're like, I have no idea. <laughs> I have no clue. He takes off his wig and his mask, and it's like, what? <laughs> it's 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 a great it's a great choice by you. I gotta go with I, what I think has proven to be the most successful costume for the longest period of time. Clark Kent has been fooling the world for like what like 80 years now 70 years now uh, no one can tell who he is he's got glasses <laughs> his hairstyle changed slightly. it's a perfect disguise <laughs> oh golly gee um outfire yeah, I don't think that I don't think that Daniel could. He like somebody else built all that for, him, right? Yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Captain America. In a, Captain, I, he Captain he Captain. went to his own display and in walked in with pictures all over of him, and with nobody and nobody recognized him because he was wearing a hat. That's that's powerful. Yeah, man. That's powerful, that, man. Captain America doesn't wear a hat, man. So that can't be him. <laughs> Couldn't believe it. Couldn't believe it. All right. Captain America doesn't wear that. I love All right. the uh you remember that in the uh, uh what was it called? The um with Ben Affleck and William H. Macy, the um what was that? And he's all like Captain Amazing. He like this that guy, the the, the flan philanthropist, he wears glasses. Captain Amazing doesn't wear glasses. So how would he see without his glasses? <laughs> well, and even Captain America, you know, he met up with with uh Sam Wilson at one point who was also wearing a hat. So it it he obviously has proven that he can share that knowledge with others and won't get recognized. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Very true. Right. So so every look, every every good spy team needs a cue. Uh someone who's going to make you the the technology to get your team over the hump. So we got five choices here. We got Dr. Emmett Brown from Back to the Future, Wayne Zielinski from Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, Gadget from Rescue Rangers, Tails from the Sonic Universe, and Gru from the Despicable Me slash Minion franchise. These are some high-tech tech makers. Heck yeah, they are. And this is, this is a hard, so I, I, I actually I is first hard. pick on these hard categories. Um, well, shoot, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with Tails yes. here. I, I think yes. that you, there's, no, there's no bad choice, but He's my favorite. All right, this is this is easy one for me. Give me Gru. Give me Gru. It's not Charlie. What was it? Uh, Dylan's gonna go going with gadget. Doc, He's going with gadget. Doc Brown, honey, I shrunk the kids, or gadget. No, I'm going with gadget because Emmett Blinsky, there's there's quote unquote never work. So yeah, gadgets actually do work. So that's a good choice. Doc Brown's tempting because Time Machine would be very handy uh, in any kind of spy caper. But Every- he would be leaving you the second he falls in love. <laughs> <laughs> Just be like, sorry, I'm out. <laughs> yeah, no good. <laughs> Unreliable. All right, Brody, you get a pick first here with our with our nervous person All category. Right, so we've got the the this will never work nervous person. So we've got the cowardly lion. From the Wizard of Oz. We've got Cameron Fry from Ferris Bueller's Day Off. We've got Chucky from Rugrats, not from Child's Play. We've got C3PO <laughs> and we've got Piglet. 
Now. Piglet? Oh, yeah. Piglet is tempting. Oh, oh, oh poo. Oh, poo. <laughs> That's for Shelly the Bone. Wouldn't it be awesome if Shelly the Bone was watching this? It, it, it would. I, I don't think she... <laughs> She doesn't like being called the Bone anymore, though. We gotta, what? She wants the she wants the nickname retired. It's it's no. a it's a dark day. It's the best nickname that, that anyone in, in the history of the world has ever had. All right, I am gonna go ahead and I'm gonna take C3PO because he's also a protocol droid, and while he he gets really nervous, he's also telling you information as he's nervous. So he's telling you the what? odds of something. It's used to, probably he's only supposed to be used as the nervous person, but that's fine because you but know, that I no that was part of his nervousness was telling you the odds of something. He said we can't do this. The, never, the, never the tell odds, me the odds. The odds of doing this is three hundred million to one. Never tell him the odds. So he's going outside of protocol. I'm gonna go cowardly lion all the way. Took me out of it. Be so annoyed. No. Uh, <laughs> so, so annoyed by him. <laughs> be like, please just stop talking. My goodness. Put him up. Put him up. Put him up. All right. Now I'm tempted to go Cameron Fry because he has a car. And that might come in handy in our spy team. But I'm looking at my team and I feel like we have the capacity to procure travel arrangements. So I'm going to go with Piglet because he's so fastidious. I believe that wherever we go, our, we're going to have a clean team. He's going to be cleaning for us. And if we get really hungry along the way. Oh, gee. Have a, have a, a little, little bacon snack. No big deal. No big deal. Poor Piglet. Poor Piglet. Oh, please don't eat me, sir. I thought you were going to say he was going to make you something. Like he could make I you could. something. I could. I guess it, we'll give him the option. You can be dinner or you can make dinner. <laughs> it's, hey, the spy business is ruthless. Oh, that's, that's true. That's true. <laughs> All right. Next up, I love this category, Charlie. I love it. <laughs> we've, got the, we've got the muscle. So pick your Stallone, Tudong. You've got John Spartan from Demolition Man. You've got Rambo. You've got Rocky. Huh? Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know who what movie Rambo was from. Oh, from from John Rambo. Rambo oh. from John Rambo. The latest. Huh? The latest one? Any of them? I'm just yeah. And, and you can you can have Rocky, but the twist is it's Rocky Five. <laughs> no, any of them. Any of them. I'm just teasing. Okay, last Rambo, Rocky, King Shark, and Gabe Walker from Cliffhanger. Now, this is your muscle. While Dylan's thinking, I, I watched Cliffhanger again recently. That yeah, is how, like how is one that? of the most intense openers. Oh, yeah. Sequences, man. That thing is just, ah. Oh. And, and everyone just treats him so badly after that. Poor guy. I, I mean, jeez. On that big, long the, the line. Deep, the deep eye contact as she's screaming. That is just like, that's, that was, a uh, man. I, I'm going to go John Spartan. Ah, I wanted that one. And I. You guys have taken all these other ones by from By being I'm, third, I was like, there's no way I'm getting John Spartan. No way. <laughs> John Spartan and his three seashells. What were they for? What were they for? <laughs> oh my goodness. All right. This is this is hard because 
That is. There's not a bad choice here, in my opinion. But if I'm just thinking strategically. The only one that does something on this list that nobody else in my team can do is Mr. Gabe Walker from Cliffhanger. He could scale anything. Ethan, and between him and Ethan Hunt, I mean, they're going to be walking up buildings. <laughs> oh, oh, you think that's a tall building? Forget about it. You want, oh, it's a mountain? Forget about it. There, there, my, there's nowhere my team can't go. You, oh, oh the tallest peak in the world? I got Tom Cruise and I got, I got Gabe Walker. They're running up it. Are you? You're, that's your choice? Yeah, Cliffhanger, baby. Okay, Come on Walker. now. I thought you were going to say something like King Shark, who can eat people. That's the only one who could. That's the only different one on this list. <laughs> Gabe, Gabe Walker had ate three different people in the frozen tundras in Cliffhanger. <laughs> ate them. So, so King, King Shark is tempting. But he does also just, just really like to eat people. And I would, I would worry I, about... My I couldn't pair King Shark and Piglet because oh, Piglet would be Piglet would and be then tails gone. and then it's just like it'd just be like all, you, all my little animal friends. You've got a whole bunch of rodents on your on your <laughs> team. <laughs> you put a King Shark. <laughs> oh, uh, let's see. So I've got James Bond, Gilfoyle, Cap, Gru, and C three PO. Who's gonna Who's gonna go good with my team? Rambo. You know, I'm gonna go Rambo. Mm. <laughs> worry, King Shark would worry. You're like, I have to sleep with one eye open here. <laughs> next every time, every time I turn my back, one of my, another team member would be gone. Yeah. Like, come right. on, man! You, you can't trust King Shark. You can't trust. King Shark. <laughs> yeah, hey, Chuck, man, come on. Ground Chuck. All right. Next up, we have. Oh, this is you, Charlie. You can read. Oh, right. Gunslinger slash weapon enthusiast. We have Alice from the Resident Evil franchise. We've got John Wick from the John Wick franchise. Smith from the movie Shoot 'Em Up. El Mariachi from Desperado and, and the other Desperado-ish films. And we got John Preston from Equilibrium. This is a very thick category. Once again, I feel. Uh, a lot of pressure because I know exactly who Brody wants, and I could, I could take him, but and why really make Brody sad. Why and would that, you? And that, <laughs> that's so tempting to me. Why would you? I recently watched John Wick uh, one through three. Uh, he's he's real good with the gun choreography, but I'm I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go I'm, Brody. I'm not gonna take your shoot him up. I'm not taking Smith from you. I'm gonna go Preston. Uh, I'm gonna go JP from Equilibrium because not because the climax of the movie, just when you think he's gonna have like this really difficult fight, he just kills everybody like instantly. <laughs> it's like this two-hour movie. It's, 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 and it, by the way, if you haven't seen, it's good. I'm sorry it's to a spoil, good movie. spoil it, but like he's just like he's doing all the the fancy gun choreography. John Wick in his best days, like I wish I could do that gun ballet, and he's pulling out swords and just slicing people in half. It, the big battle at the end is really just him taking revenge on everybody and instantaneously killing them all. He doesn't even get scratched. He like finishes and he's like, "Well, that was easy." There's he no actually says that. Fight. It actually it just him killing him. <laughs> That's how good he is. All right. All right, well, Brody, you take, you're taking me, your boy? Yeah, this is the easiest category. Smith. Give me Smith from Shoot 'em Up. He can do anything, and nothing can kill him. And also, can you imagine? Can you imagine? Some of these people on my team. Put, put Smith and Gilfoyle just sitting and talking. It'd be amazing. 
They're so grumpy. I mean, you could put Gru in there as well, and they just they just be grumpy oh, together. Yeah, but very oh, good. Hey, really, Rambo too. Rambo's pretty grumpy as well. I've got a pretty grumpy team, and then you've got James Bond, who's who's just out to have some fun. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, Smith, Smith from Shoot 'Em Up. You know what I hate? That's what I. Hate. I mean, I don't hate that. That's a line line from the movie. Yeah. And if anyone has a baby, you know, you know, Smith can still function at Absolutely. a high level while holding a baby. Absolutely. Even while being with a woman. That is a thing that happened in that movie. All right. So, Dylan, who are you taking? He's taking El Mariachi. Uh, I am taking El Mariachi. Give me some Banderas. And that's one, that movie. Oh, that man. Let me tell you, that hair, that... <laughs> the way he's talking all of that stuff that man that he was at his peak right there unbelievably cool man, it, this is answer. this is quite the category for us to leave john wick off i know i was going back and forth on john wick but when you said el mariachi i was like oh i can't say no to antonio banderas not ever like no no especially every time in that movie when he is just like has his hands up Every single time, more guns come right on out. I mean, if this was like a gun and fight kind of a thing, not just a weapons enthusiast, he has a guitar case full of guns. Yeah, and in the downtime, he can just like play some music for you and like and, that's, Oh, there, there you, you go. That's a big swing. Added benefit. Yeah. John Preston's just figuring out like he can read books and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> books are good. Hey, Smith can grow carrots. <laughs> It's good to have a hobby. He, he can grow our vegetables. All right. So I actually found an article written by Forbes that, that put out, like, the top 21 richest television and movie characters and, like, gave them a net worth. Wow. Okay. So if you, if you guys are curious about the net worth of any of these characters or any other characters from TV or film, you just let me know and I can, uh, I can fill you in on the uh, totalities here. So these are the top five? No, no, no. Oh, they, oh. Some, of the, some of the top five just weren't that interesting. So I, I kind of went with uh, my, my favorites from the list. Oh, okay. Uh, but I will say that Sir Topham Hatt, worth $2 billion. Did not see that coming. I don't know who that is. Uh, he's the fat controller. Uh, depending, which, depending on which Thomas the Tank Engine you watched, <laughs> he was uh, the old Thomas the Tank Engine. He was called the fat controller. And then he, they started calling him Sir Topham Hatt. Uh, throughout that later, he is the inventor of the family uh, bar. But anyway, he runs a bunch of, of vintage steam engines, and he's worth apparently two billion, according to Forbes. Uh, so Sir Topham Hat. So he's from Thomas yeah, the Tank. Okay. Yeah, according to the book, The Island of Sodor, Sodor and its history. Anyway, not Hor- not Hordor. That would be a good crossover, actually. But um, Lucille Bluth from Arrested Development. We got Mr. Burns from The Simpsons. Bruce Wayne from The Batman's. Thurston Howell the Third from Gilligan's Island. And that's it. There's nothing after that. It's, it's only that's the, that, those are the five choices we have. Who's going first? You brought you're up first. Oh, I go Wait, first. Five choices. Who's after Thurston Howell? Sir Topham Hatt. From oh, Thomas he was the Tank. On, okay, I can't. I can't really see the fifth. One. Yep. So he is on there. Okay. All right. I'm gonna go with Bruce Wayne. Yeah, we knew I, you with Bruce Wayne. I'll be honest, I was thinking Lucille Bluth, but she is going to con me out of absolutely everything. <laughs> <sighs> I mean, like, I will probably end up having to pay her. Now, Mr. Burns, on the other hand, is going to sick the dogs on me. That's, that's no good. 
now Bruce Wayne is taken, but I'll tell you, Bruce Wayne seems like hey, if he was on board, he's going to be completely on board. But if he's like, I don't know if this is something we should do, I don't see him, like, I think him pulling rank and, like, he's not the team leader, so I don't know. Thurston Howell seems like you could, you could, he's a, oh, yeah, he's a good one. And I'm not sure who that other, that ah. Thomas the Tank guy is. So, what the hey? Sorry, sorry. So I, I'm actually going to go Thurston Howell the third. I think I, I think he would be nice. Let us uh, not t- not so tight leash. All right, I will take. I'm I'm taking Sir Topham, uh, and I, it's get, this gets me uh, access to an entire railway system. I get I, we have our own island of Sodor that we can go, and he can literally talk to trains. <laughs> So I feel like that's that's gonna come in handy. So not only he's got two billion dollars in the pocket, but it, he can like just say like "What's up?" and the trains are like, "How are you doing, sir?" Is he going the kind who's going to be uh, you know uh, rather conservative with his money? Is he going to like hand over money? You're going to have to like report to him like what's happening. Uh, he he is. Uh, I've never seen him in a spy movie, but I feel like if he was involved in the cause, he'd be into it. Uh, because when Sir when Thomas the train goes missing, there is no limit to where Sir Topham Hatt will search for him. Money is no object. He goes to the, literally to the ends of the world to find Thomas. So that's the kind of man I want running my team. Nice. All right, last category, boys. Okay. Sorry, I had to make a quick adjustment. I resized inappropriately. Not inappropriately, incorrectly. It was inappropriate, <laughs> if we're being honest. Okay. We're all, we're all a little offended. So Bruce Wayne was gone. Top him. Thurston. All right. The third. All right. This is our last category here, and it is first to die. Every spy team needs someone who tragically will perish first. Our choices here are uh, a teen in a horror movie, specifically maybe a young female uh, exploring her sexuality. Uh, we've got a person who's three days away from retiring. Always. Uh, Always. A, a young man who's just had a baby. Uh, my wife just had a kid. She's at home. Can't wait to get back and see and hold my brand new son. Uh, we've got the red shirt from the Star Trek franchise. And uh, we've got a character played by the actor Sean Bean, who has died 24 <laughs> times in television and cinematic history. Uh I, 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 there's a, there's, you can find articles that tell you everything, every way that he's died, but probably my favorite way was impaled by anchor, uh, in the Patriot Games film. I mean, the man has just died in every possible way. He's even been buried alive, beheaded, dropped from an antenna, hanged, shot, stabbed, uh, shot with a grappling hook and hung, uh, froze to death. Uh, and it got so bad for Mr. Bean, he actually came out and said, I don't want to do roles where I die anymore. <laughs> and so into the, after his beheading in, in, in the Game of Thrones franchise, he's made it an effort to not take any roles in which he's going to die. And I'm, I'm, I'm just so curious to see how his character, how things are going to work out for his character in Snowpiercer, uh, if that's oh, going to be number 25 man. or not. But, but my goodness, the man, the man knows how to do an on-screen death. <laughs> Who's first? Uh, this is you, Dill. Oh, I got to go last on this one. Oh, wait. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, I picked Bruce Wayne. Yeah. 
That's true. I'm going to go Sean Bean. All oh. of the I mean, you're used to it. He's going to come back and die again. Whereas a teen in a horror movie, it's a young life cut short, three days from retirement. He's going to, he probably has retirement plans. Just had a baby. That, come on. <laughs> my next choice. I, that's what I was going to do. But Sean Bean is fantastic. And it's one of those where it's like Black Dynamite, where it's like, who saw that? Which, who saw where, which direction that came from? <laughs> Oh my goodness! All right, well, poor Sean Bean. Um, I, I, I'm gonna go. I, I'm gonna pick something totally different than I thought. I'm, I'm gonna go red shirt. I've got Star Trek on the brain today, and I feel like a red shirt can contribute a little bit more before death than some of these other archetypes because he's gonna have a phaser gun. So maybe he can get off a few blasts. Maybe she can get off a few blasts, and and you know maybe maybe just do a little bit of good before the inevitable happens. Plus. Because of the brightly colored red shirt, no one on the team is going to be confused about who the who the death's going to be. Everyone's going to know. <laughs> this one. All right. Um, okay. So. Come on. You got the sad I ones. I know. I know. Uh, <laughs> teen in a horror movie. I... Looking at my team, I don't know if I'm comfortable with with. <laughs> yeah, that. you can't you can't bring a poor teen onto this team. No, uh. Uh-uh. Um, Why would you do three days from retiring? A guy just had a baby. Brody, there's one on this list that makes the most sense for your team. I'm just saying. So, guy that just had a baby is probably really optimistic about life, right? He's probably really happy about life. Yeah. Um, Guy that's retiring, it means that he's been through some stuff. He's lived through some stuff. He's seen some stuff. He, he, he can't wait to get out. All right. So I think I got to go three days from retiring. Okay. Because right. he, he uh, can just sit and be grumpy with the rest of my team. They can just, <laughs> they can just complain about stuff and we'll, you know, <laughs> it'll be good. I thought you might go with the uh, just had a baby guy. So then that way, uh, Smith could babysit for the baby and still shoot people while he's holding the the fatherless child. Oh, that's true. That's actually a good point. <laughs> no, but I, I like I like your your bitter grumpy old man guy. I yeah, think that, like, no, little, little Murtaugh esque. I think yeah, I think that I'm that getting fits, too old for this. And that then, fits and pretty just well. Dies. That fits. All right. Well, let me let me read through our teams just for for our listening audience yes, at sir. home and uh, and just so we can recap. So Dylan's spy team is going to be fronted by the one, the only Mallory Archer from the television show Archer, which if you are not watching, that's a huge mistake. He's got Mr. Robot on the hacking duties. Everyone's dressed up like Nurse Joker. Uh, He's got Gadget (laughs) making gadgets. He's got the cowardly lion being super cool with his fists. Put him up. Uh, He's got John Spartan from the Demolition Man film. (laughs) El Mariachi playing some music and killing some fools. Thurston Howell III, Pinky's out. And poor Sean Bean dying in 24 different horrible ways. Uh, my spy team, I got Ethan Hunt from Mission Impossible up front. So I got Chuck hacking for me from the, the, the TV show Chuck. I got everyone wearing glasses, so no one can tell who we are. <laughs> the ultimate Clark Kent disguise. I got Ailes from the Sonic franchise making me gear. I got Piglet cooking his dinner or possibly being a late night snack. 
I got uh, my cliffhanger boy uh, helping us scale up the, the 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 cliff, the many cliffs and mountains that we'll have to climb for some reason. I got John Preston from Equilibrium. He's reading books. He's discovering how to feel, and he's killing people with great ease and uh, and Uncut. speed. We got Sir Topham Hat funding the funding the whole expedition, and my poor Star Trek red shirt biting it in the first act. Then we Brody spy team. We got Miss the one the only Monsieur James Bond. Uh, <laughs> Which apparently is a Transylvanian. <laughs> a spot on James Bond impression. Uh, perhaps it's I, James Bond. A shaken, not stirred. Thank you very much. Uh, we got Gilfoyle uh, doing the hacking from the Silicon Valley series. We got Cap wearing a cap. Everyone's in a baseball cap. Everyone's in a baseball cap. Who is this Gru fellow? It's not Gru. It's C- it's not- I can't recognize C3PO. He's wearing a hat. He's wearing a hat. <laughs> You can't, you can't tell who that is. Who's Rambo? Uh, we got, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. He's got a hat on. Rambo and a hat would be fantastic. It would be great. That, that's It'd a be movie great. that needs to be made immediately. Uh, we got Rambo on, on, on munitions. We got C-3PO doing the, the, the nervous stuff. We got Gru making your weapons. We got Smith shooting them up. We got Bruce Wayne funding. Heck yeah. And our poor old Murtaugh-esque retired man who will be dead in three days. You know, Murtaugh still hasn't died in this series. No. Well, Lethal Weapon 5. <laughs> All right. So aside from your own, who, who, has, who has the best one? I, Dylan, much like you, your, your, your group is quite the wild card there. <laughs> you just have this ragtag group of, of random people. It's like, there's this... There's not really a theme. It's just kind of like a bunch of like they're all great picks, but they just I don't see how they fit together at all. I think I I can see, you know, you know, Mallory being like, all right, we need to get some information in there. John Spartan and El Mariachi just absolutely just killing everybody. (laughs) You know, Gadget and Cowardly Lion being just like, I don't I don't what's happening here. What's going on? And and Thurston isn't even there. He's not even there. He's like, uh-huh. <laughs> hey, he's, he's, he's just funny. He's on an island somewhere. And then they're as they leave, they're like, oh, we didn't get a scratch. And they're like, well, wait a minute. We're not being. And they're like, unbelievable. Again. Now he's got, yeah. That's kind of how I see it playing out. <laughs> With all of that. That's how. Uh... I, I kind of like Charlie's, Charlie's group. <laughs> he's got, you know, you got Tails and Piglet. You've got. Sir Topham Hat that can actually communicate, you know, with with these animated characters and red shirts. I, yeah, I. You can climb any mountain. Climb every mountain. He's got Ethan yeah, Hunt. We, I, Ethan Hunt, baby. Yeah, Ethan Hunt is the big pick right there. That yeah, really. Yeah, but I mean, you guys both have great lists. I, I these are I, every time we do these, all I can think is I just wish we could watch. Just give me the movie. I just want to see, like, make it a show, make yeah, it a movie. Right? I just want to see James Bond from Transylvania uh, <laughs> talking to Gilfoyle and Cap in the Cap. Yeah, oh, forget man. about it. Uh, you know, I just, I want to see everyone, I want to see the Cowardly Lion dressed like a nurse joker. I mean, is that too much to ask? <laughs> uh, James Bond in a cap. Now you're J- James in a ba- wearing a baseball cap. Who can tell? Who, who is that? I, no one can tell. He's got, he's got a cap on. Uh, these are always a lot of fun. I have no idea between the, your two lists which one I like better because I like them both for very different reasons. Um, so I, you guys are just, I, you know, you guys out, out there watching at home, 
Let us know who you whose list you prefer, whose spy team, which one of these movies do you want to see made? Uh, you know, because we, we we got a lot of a lot of big studio execs that watch this show. Uh, you know, so so many. Take one of our drafts, make it a happen. Let's come on, let let's get together. I got a script already written for half of these. Come on, let's go. <laughs> Let's make some content. Uh, but we, uh, hey, if we were drafting our 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 audience, you would be number one, the number one pick. Absolutely. And I may say that after every draft episode, but I mean it. And this time, it's you, not not the other you, but you are the one. And if you stuck it out this long and you watched all the way to the end, then you are a true fan, and we just love you, and we appreciate you sticking it out. But let us know some other ideas. What are some other teams we could draft? We love doing the drafts. If totally. you guys are enjoying these, drop some comments. Draft this, draft that. Let us know because uh, we just think these are a lot of fun. So hopefully you guys are having some fun too. Totally. Uh, and if you enjoy this, make sure you check out other drafts and videos like this below me. And below that beautiful beard, click that like and subscribe. And we'll see you next time. Guys, later.